We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. We have an update in our pastathon. Cue Drum the orchestra. Drumroll. Ladies and gentlemen, the total amount of cash donated to Chef Bruno and Katarina's Club $1,001,909. Woohoo! Those are, those are the children who get the pasta every day. Um, we hit the million-dollar mark. How about that? 21. 20, oh, no, go, go ahead. 21,446 21, pounds of pasta and sauce. Wow. Tremendous. See, and we're we, not done. We were at 991,000 two hours ago, and the challenge was issued to the John and Ken audience to hit the million-dollar mark, and uh, you guys coughed up $10,000 more, and uh, we're there. Now, yeah. we're just $31,000 shy of beating last year's total. Ooh. And uh, this morning, Chef Bruno told Handel that he had received a single donation to Katarina's Club for $250,000. Ooh. 
Oh my God! Two hundred fifty thousand, and Chef Bruno will be on again with Conway at six o'clock to talk about it. One donation was a quarter of the money. Huh? That's right. Uh, donations still can be accepted at Pastathon.com through Sunday night. Also at Smart and Final Stores and Southern California Wendy's locations. All right. How about that? We got to the million dollar mark. Nice going. You're very generous people. We now are going to bring on a guest uh, who obviously benefited from Katarina's Club and also something that's part of Katarina's Club, the Welcome Home part of their program. Her name is Claudia, and she's going to come on, a single mom with an autistic son, to tell uh, the story of how Katarina's Club made a big difference in their life. Claudia, are you there? Yes, good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming on. I think everybody listening knows about uh, all the meals that Chef Bruno hands out by the tens of thousands every week. Eight million since they began doing this, right? Absolutely amazing. Yeah, great but program. he also has something called the Welcome Home Program. They run it through the Hospitality Academy. Talk about, uh, well, I mean, that's two different programs, actually. Talk about the Welcome Home Program and how you and uh, your child benefited from it. Absolutely. Thank you so much again for having me on. Um, my son and I were in a state where, you know, it was going to make a huge difference whether we can get our own place um, or not. And Katarina's Club came in and assisted us and sponsored us with uh, paying the first month's rent and a deposit. And as many of you know, you know, that's the biggest hurdle when moving into a place. And so that allowed me and my son to... Um, be able to make a difference in how our life was going to play out. And now we've been in that same place for two years. And um, I just couldn't have been more grateful for the program to be able to allow us to have that first stepping stone um, to be able to give us this opportunity that we have. And And again, Claudia is a single mom with an autistic son, and that is a huge challenge all by itself. And then if you're struggling to uh, just get some savings together for the uh, for the first month's rent and the security deposit, that, that could be overwhelming. It could take a very long time. And, Absolutely. Uh, uh, how, did, how did you run across Chef Bruno and learn of his uh, program? And h- how, how did you get there? We were actually at a shelter within the Orange County area, and uh, we used to be able to go there and um, – get some pasta for our dinners and ended up meeting the ladies there and just asked if there was anything that, you know, that I could do to volunteer or even be able to get some kind of assistance. And that's where they opened up their doors. And it was a program that you had to apply for. And then they would pick out from the applications. And that's how we were blessed. Now, Chef Bruno has helped not only Claudia and her son, but 255 families total get into stable housing, and they've had a 100% success rate with those families. So how long have you been in the the new home? Uh, We've been there for two years. Two years. Now that sounds stable. Yes, it definitely is. Were were you in a motel before that, or where were you living before you got this kind of living arrangement? We were at a shelter. Oh, you were in a shelter. Wow, so this makes a big difference, especially with your son, huh? Yes, absolutely. Living in the shelter with 12 other families, you know, multiple kids. Um, If anybody knows that autistic child gets overstimulated and 
it was a goal to try to get out, but again, Katarina's club made that happen so much quicker. Yeah, that, and, uh, that would be grateful. That would be difficult with uh, with the tight quarters, crowded, a lot of noise, a lot of other kids carrying on. That would probably be very difficult for your son to deal Absolutely. with. Wow. So, I mean, uh, talk about Chef Bruno. Talk about what he's meant to, to you and your son. He has a very huge impact in our life. Uh, we constantly uh, send him emails reminding him of what an amazing um, contribution he did to our life, what an amazing uh, person he is, and for all the gratefulness that we have for him, just so that he remembers that even though we may not have full-on contact, that at least he has a little email um, here and there just reminding him of the difference that he's made in our lives. Yeah, and, it's, and how old is your son now? He's 19. 19. He's 19, okay. And, uh, I mean, Claudia, it's important for the listeners to know that their money that they've given every year for the last 12 years is what has allowed Chef Bruno to put this program together and expand beyond just meals and to create this, this housing uh, for uh, people in need. So it's uh, a lot of the KFI listeners are, are, have been extraordinarily generous, and uh, I'm just yeah. very glad they could hear your story so they realize the good that all their giving has been doing all these years. Absolutely. Very thankful for everybody. I'm a avid KFI listener every morning. I don't listen to any other radio station, so I'm grateful for you guys and for all of your listeners to allow me to share my story. And oh, well, you're welcome. There is no other radio impact. station. There, there is no other radio station. We are the only station on the dial now. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, Claudia. All right, Claudia, thanks for coming on and telling your story. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. Have a wonderful day. All right, that's Claudia, and she came on to talk about, of course, Katarina's Club and you know, even specifically a couple of programs. We were just talking to her about the welcome home part, which got them into stable housing. Katarina's Club, of course, we always talk about the meals, but we can't forget this part, welcome home, where they got into stable housing. She and her son have been in there for a couple of years. And then they have the Hospitality Academy, where they teach teenagers skills that you need to work in the hospitality industry. I remember Bruno talked about this. I, I think, think last time we were out there for the yeah, pastathon. Yeah, I think a couple of years ago we we met. Uh, oh, we met a kid, right? A kid that was going to be a chef or something, right? right? Or yeah, something? he was yeah. already going through the training with uh, with Bruno's program. Yeah, people can work in hotels or in kitchens and stuff like that. They, so. They've graduated more than six hundred kids from the hospitality academy, branching out, doing a great job, and that just shows you by uh, the amazing support. That uh, the Postathon gives Katarina's Club every year. They uh, uh, they work with the Mercy House <coughs> and Illumination Foundation, and they select the families. They manage their cases. They give them financial advice, the first and last month's rent and deposit. And uh, Katarina's Club also collects donated furniture, appliances, and other home goods to jumpstart their lives. So uh, be aware that there's a lot of ways that you can uh, you. You can contribute in a lot of ways that your money is used to uh, give these people uh, their a normal life back. I mean, yeah, that... you can certainly find out more at KatarinasClub.org is the website, and the Welcome Home program is a separate part of that under that category. Uh, this is not over. The Postathon goes through Sunday night. Go to any Smart and Final store, any Wendy's restaurant in Southern California, and donate through Sunday night. Tomorrow, Jennifer Jones-Lee, you hear her early in the morning, the 5 a.m. hour, and then she does the news on the Handle Show. She'll be at the Smart and Final in Dana Point, Capistrano Beach, 2 to 5 p.m. tomorrow. 
34001 Doheny Park Road. Come out and meet her. Donate in store. Again, 100% of your donations go to Katarina's Club. What's been amazing about this whole thing is just how pure it is. The money really does get right to the families, gets right to the kids in the meals. And now, as we talked about, finding them more stable housing and even getting them trained in the hospitality industry. So, fantastic job. Pastathon.com. And John Cobelt get his, got his wish. Yeah, that's right. If you just tuned in, we have cracked the million-dollar mark. So far, KFI fans have donated $1,001,909. How about that? $1 million. All right. You're going to set off a firework in the studio there to celebrate? That's, <laughs> we said we were going to shoot Deborah out Just run around with her sage. <laughs> I forgot it today. All no right. sage. All right. When we return... It hasn't been played on the John and Ken show for two weeks. Sometimes that leads to a very interesting backlog of people. It's the Moist Line. Next, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. I'm continuing to read about the uh, file dump from Twitter this afternoon and Elon Musk concerning what was going on back in 2020 when the Hunter Biden laptop story was out there from the New York Post and what Twitter did to try to kill the story. There's a couple of funny things we can get to. After the news at 5.30. But it looks like the main person involved in this was uh, Vijaya Gadi. Yes. Who was the former head of legal policy and trust at Twitter. Trust. Trust. <laughs> he well, played a key role in all this. <laughs> trust. It says here that the then CEO, Jack Dorsey, was not even aware that this was going on. This guy kind of took over and uh, did a lot of the censorship on that story. It got so bad that they even locked out the White House uh, press spokes hole. This, uh, do you remember this woman, McEnany? Yeah, yeah. Kaylee McEnany? Yes. Yeah. They, they she got locked out of her Twitter account for just talking about the New York Post story on the Hunter Biden laptop. <laughs> now, they, this, were, this, they were like, well, it's because it's hacked materials. That's what that was the, uh, uh, the, the cover they were using. Which yeah, it, wasn't. it was not. It was no, not this, this, and they, they, they suppressed the story so that it would have no, little to no effect on the election. And most people never knew about it. And right. I remember they did polling saying that, hey, if you had known about this story, would that have affected your vote? And there was a certain percentage that said, yeah, it might have. But it never got the proper airing. And, nope. and a lot of people get their news through social media, the links through social media. And not only uh, Twitter, but uh, Facebook suppressed it as well. And so these were the tech companies manipulating the election. Yeah, <laughs> one staffer wrote... I'm struggling to understand the policy basis for marking this as unsafe. Unsafe. That's <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Hunter Biden's laptop. Any type of discussion, that is unsafe discussion. Yeah, it is a lot of the emails that were sent back and forth back then between uh, executives, the VP of global communications. All right, we'll, we'll talk about this after 530. But right now, we've got to rejoin our friends from the Moist Line. You leave a message. There are two ways you can do this. There it is. The wonderful holiday music for the. You can use the iHeartRadio app. That's easy. Just the microphone icon. Leave a message. Call the toll free number 1 877 Moist86. Hey, this is John. And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. What do you mean, how can they tell if the dog actually fired the gun? All they have to do is give his paws a gunshot residue test or give the dog a lie detector test. The only shrinkage going on right now is the shrinkage of the prison system. Yep, and you voted for it, Bubba. Hey, John, you're bagging on Biden about 
run into the microphone. I bet he could outrun you any day. So I heard John say that all these stadiums are built with shipping containers. I'm going to be really upset if he's even halfway right on this. My company that I own deals with shipping and transport over the ocean, and most of them have been delayed by shipping container shortages. This may be a reason why we're short. Do these soy-brained idiots know the difference between diesel, kerosene, and jet fuel? It's not much. It's just a few ingredients. So if they're going to ban diesel trucks, when are they going to ban airplanes? Is everybody in the city council and in the government insane? Hydrogen is zero emission. You don't all have to have an electric battery. John, if they're rich the enough to buy the Tesla, they're rich enough to pay me to show up to their house and install a level 2 charger for like a grand, and it'll have their car charged overnight. When they get home, they plug it in. When they wake up, it'll be fully charged. Not that big a deal. John, listening to you talk about electric vehicles is like a moron talking about algebra. The electric car tells them how many miles they have. They pay attention to this, you lame brain. I guess you don't have an electric car, John. So we have to kill millions of chickens to save chickens? And yes. at this point... They haven't been able to create a bird flu vaccine to vaccinate the animals against. It sounds like to me it's a great way to drive up the price of chicken. You know the internet is not true, right? Come on, man. Not everything you read on the internet is true. It makes you a fool. Lobsters don't scream if you put them in head first. You put them in tail first, they scream. So when people in China protest against the lockdowns, the White House and all the liberal politicians, oh, this is great. This is great that they're protesting against communism. Yet when we do it over here in the state, we're considered conspiracy theorists. Come on. Lobsters are evil. Look at them. They look evil. They're all bug-eyed and ugly. Do you mean to tell me that Paul Correct is more concerned with an elephant being moved from the Los Angeles Zoo to some kind of encampment out somewhere in Palmdale so yes. he can live a better life? What about the unhoused here in Los Angeles? That's a pretty big problem, too. Come on, Paul Correct. Can you see somebody plugging in their electric car to a charging station, coming back eight hours later and find out that the charging station didn't work? We'll never get rid of homelessness. <laughs> That is a, just an impossibility. Also, you'll never get rid of crime. Crime will always exist. I tell you, this uh, Idaho thing is a Michael yeah. Myers or Jason kind of situation. It is. Insane. Sealing the records. This is like the legislature removing gun enhancements for cold-blooded murderers for these resentencing hearings, just clogging the courts, creating the cottage industry for the kooks. I mean, unbelievable, and yet gun violence is at a 30-year high. Hello. Hi. I'll think of something. Bye. <laughs> Sounds like the railroad is running a skeleton crew, like they don't have enough people to make it operate properly if one or few people take off a sick day. That's something you can't really plan for. If you have an emergency or if you're sick, you don't want to come in and spread COVID or, you know, the flu. Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Goodbye. That was an unusually bizarre collection. And, it, well, you know what happens when you take two weeks off from playing these calls. Yeah, There's I, a weird... Ba a lot of people use the app. Did you notice that? Unusual number.
An unusual. It was like seventy five percent. Was there some for, kind of push for that? I, I had. I what the cost? app is growing every day, and it's easy to use the microphone Apparently icon, and the so, message sounds much clearer, like they're right in the room. There was like ten times more than we usually get. That deep voice guy. What the hell? The hydrogen. <laughs> what do you think that guy looks like? I bet you you're right. Big what? beard. <laughs> yeah. Long, long beard. He's got lots, lots of testosterone, unless he was affecting his voice. Somehow. Yeah, a lot of cigarettes. Oh, that's uh, really weird. But uh, nobody really picked on Deborah Mark, which is kind of disappointing. No, I thought when they were you know, talking about the, the chickens getting off mm-hmm. for the bird flu, I thought we were nah. veering into... Uh, no, that guy just thinks it's a, a ploy to uh, prop up the price of chickens by uh, killing a bunch of chickens. Yeah, but so you, end, you end up selling a lot, a lot fewer chickens, though. I, I don't know if that works. <laughs> like, wiping well, out your supply is not good for profits. I, I don't know. All right, well, we'll see what's in round two coming up uh, as we end the show around 5.50. We will talk more what we're learning this afternoon about the, you want to call it a file dump, concerning what Twitter was doing back in the fall of 2020 with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Well, they censored it, but we're finding out the internal discussions that were going on because Elon Musk decided to put this information out there. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Live Are everywhere. Are you okay? Are having a stroke? Are you all right? Look, we're almost at the end. Can I know. make it? I don't know. I'll crawl. I may crawl, you but I'll get send there. send a paramedic in there? I, do. I need to be revived. You do. Well... <laughs> This is how it went this afternoon. Elon Musk, the big owner of Twitter, gave a journalist by the name of Matt Taibbi access to the documents that were, well, they were going around Twitter in the fall of 2020 when they were dealing with the Hunter Biden laptop story. The Hunter Biden laptop was left at a repair shop in, in Delaware, a computer repair shop, and never picked it up. So the owner uh, it turned it over. To Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani eventually shared stuff with the New York Post, which ran the explosive story. What did the rest of the media do? Most of them ignored it or they censored it. And lots of social media did the same thing. Uh, What Musk decided was maybe the world should know what was going on inside of Twitter back in the fall of 2020 when they got a hold of people posting this story. And the way it's explained here, they treated it like people were sharing child porn. That's kind of the tactics. They- <laughs> right. Because tactics it- reserved for preventing the sharing of child porn were enacted. Because that's how they looked at Donald Trump. That a story that could help his presidential campaign uh, should be treated like child porn and, complete- and completely snuffed out. Wow. And hidden. That's oh. how crazy these people are. That is just that is just insanity. It's a pol- it's a political cult, is what it is, and this finally proves it. Yeah, it says here that it looks like the emails show Twitter staffers censoring tweets at the behest of people involved in Biden's presidential campaign. Yeah, is this criminal? What is this? This doesn't That's seem a, right. It's a private company, so, so they, they can do what they, they want. can do it. But this is this is. It's this weird gray zone that never existed in our country before where this company um, uh, um, delivers the news and delivers all this opinion and all these breaking stories to to tens of millions of people every day. And and it used to be that like the main networks of the New York Times or Washington Post felt some constraints that they had to shoot straight. 
And now nobody feels this way anymore. And so, and because you've, you know, this is not really addressed in law. This is not addressed in constant in the Constitution. What do you do when you have a private company that gets control of a large percentage of the public discourse? And, now, and, what they did at the beginning was they censored the material and they used their hack materials policy. And some of these communications, they're just saying to each other, we don't know yet. The but, facts remain unclear. Let's err on the side of caution. But later on in the tweets, Taibi points out, because he got, apparently this shows up in, in, in some of the other emails, that the hack materials policy would be put into effect when someone in law enforcement said, this material has been hacked. And then they would say, oh, okay, then we'll suppress it. They never got that. They just decided, well, maybe it could be. But you could do that for every single thing that you post. Why, this information could have been gotten through an illegal hacking. We can't post it. Well, then there's no Twitter. <laughs> they Oh, they selected this on purpose because it showed that the Biden family was up to some uh, corruption, major yeah, corruption. Deal, the business dealings, right, with China. And the Democrats in Congress were upset that this story was getting out. And they think that social media needs to moderate more. And when pushed on how the government might insist on that and stay consistent with the First Amendment, the Democrats said, well, the First Amendment isn't absolute. Well, this is good to know. This is good to know that we have a lot of congressmen and senators who don't think the First Amendment is the First Amendment, that it doesn't mean what it says, which is also how they feel about the Second Amendment which is the dirty secret about a lot of these progressives is they don't like the constitution. They don't like the amendments. They'd like to find some way to obliterate them. And so they took over one of the main social media channels and obliterated the first amendment. That was the goal. What was coming out there, of course, were details of Hunter Biden's prostitutes, drugs, but also stories about potential corruption involving the Ukrainian gas company, Burisma, and his links to these Chinese firms. And this is what really upset the Twitter people. And they were actually battling with each other, according to these communications. Well, there were, there were some scattered employees, executives, who realized that this is, a bad, this is bad policy. This is a bad precedent. This is not going to turn out well. A congressman from California, a Democrat, Ro Khanna, actually wrote to the man that was really behind this, um, this guy, Gaddy. Oh, it's that, a woman, uh, by the way. Oh, it's a guy. It's a woman. Yeah, Gaddy's it's a woman. It's generating huge backlash, backlash on Capitol Hill re-speech, referring to concerns that Twitter was imposing limitations on free speech with all of this censorship. Yeah, the story that we're getting from the threads that are being released by Mike, uh, by this man, Matt Taibbi, Taibbi. Matt Taibbi, is that uh, a lot of it fell on the, uh, the former head of legal policy and trust Vijaya Gaddy, you're saying it's a woman, okay? It, it is a woman, and she was the one of the main drivers to uh, kick Donald Trump off Twitter. Oh yeah, now I see her picture here in the story. Yeah, yeah. and and I looked her up, and uh, her family migrated from India when she was three years old, and they moved to Texas, and her father sold insurance door to door, but because they were Indian, in a in a very white Texas neighborhood, uh, he had to appeal to the Ku Klux Klan in order to sell his insurance. Right. And so I'm that I'm 
obviously that scarred and traumatized the family, and this became a personal crusade, part of her political belief system, to the point where I guess she looked at Trump and she saw the Ku Klux Klan uh, people who wouldn't let her dad work. No. Okay, so so uh, hence, now she's in charge of safety at Twitter, and the last thing she's going to do is let a news story that might boost the Trump campaign and hurt the Biden side. She's just not going to tolerate it. It's like you know, some childhood monster suddenly rose up inside her. Wow. Uh, they were getting communications from research firms that said both Democrats and Republicans were upset about this suppression. And that's why they started to question each other in these communications. It's probably going to be a long report by this Matt Taibbi as he goes through all this and releases these information and these little threads about <laughs> just what was going on there. But it, uh, uh, it also says that Jack Dorsey, who was then the CEO of Twitter, was unaware of all the censorship. You know, he eventually was one of the first to come out and say, well, we made a mistake there. He went with the, the party line at first that, well, you know, we weren't sure what this was. It could have been hacked materials. But then he eventually admitted that it was a mistake to uh, censor this story and everybody that shared it. I'm looking at Tybee's last couple of threads here. He's calling it a night, but he says there's a lot more to come. Answers to questions about shadow banning. That's when your your post remains on Twitter, but nobody else sees it, and you don't know that nobody is seeing it. Right. Uh, uh, f- follower counts boosting, all you know, all the, all the fake accounts, I guess, that mm. go on, and uh, the fate of various individual accounts. I guess that's people who've been banned. Uh, so he, there's a there's a lot more he's going to release, I guess, tomorrow. Yeah, he continues to go through this, but you can see from what he has released, there's a lot of back and forth. I'm struggling to understand this, how this is being marked as unsafe. And as I mentioned earlier, the White House uh, press secretary at the time, uh, Kayleigh McEnany, she got thrown off of Twitter because she shared something about the story. And uh, the the, the Trump White House was, was communicating with Twitter, asking, why is this happening? Yeah, because you had members of a presidential administration not allowed to communicate on a uh, on a public uh, channel like Twitter that everyone else was being allowed to communicate on. Right. It doesn't matter if you uh, think Donald Trump is the devil. That's not right in this country. Yeah. All right. The Moist Line, part two, will come when we return. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Well, as you might expect, the Hunter Biden laptop story and what Twitter did back in 2020 is... Only getting coverage in certain places tonight when you look online. So, I looked Fox on- News and New York Post and Daily Mail. Yeah. No, I'm not going to find anything so far in the Washington Post, the El Segundo Times. I looked at the New York Times, and uh, their article is how uh, Twitter is missing its uh, advertising revenue goals. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> because of people quitting Twitter? Uh, yeah, advertisers have been quitting Twitter because it's uh, not going to uh, bend this far left wing anymore. And have people also been I don't Leaving know. Twitter, too? That I don't know. Users? No. I know. It's the same crowd that squawks they're going to move out of the country every time they get a president they don't like. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go out the door with round two of the Moist Line. You leave a message either through the iHeartRadio app, which is a little microphone icon on the app that you can leave a message there, or call this toll-free number, one eight seven seven moist 86 this is John. And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. Yeah, that $1.7 million uh, they're going to spend it on the toilet, they could spend it on the Fillmore Town Theater. 6,000 square feet. I already got bathrooms. It's been closed since 2011, and we'd be serving the cultural, artistic needs of an underserved area. 
we need to put a filter on that volcano eruption because it's uh, going to counteract everything that the Democrats have done over the last two million years. Hey, John, why don't you and uh, Homeboy go up there and uh, solve that crime up in Moscow? You know, I didn't know you were a detective, too. You're everything, man. I am you know, everything. You're a jack of all trades. Yeah. You should get in your jet and fly up there and solve the case. Ooh, all right, Sherlock. Hey, John, I don't appreciate your disparaging remarks about us weird freaks with our weird, emotionless, nerdy voices. Incels? Moscow is a cool little town. I mean, it's small, but they've got some really good restaurants. You know, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump over the border there to Pullman, where Washington State is. So the whole area is kind of college kids. I've been to three very powerful unions. The part I don't like, they'll take your union dues and donate it to the Democratic Party. Like it or not, your dues are going to the Democrats. Hey, Bonin, your reign of terror ends in 10 days. Goodbye. Once you commit days. to working for the rail company, it's because no one wants to do it. And that's the reason they're so concerned about it, not the pay. Finding a vein on a 350-pound man is not difficult. We do it every day in the hospital. We have vascular access teams, pick line nurses. We have anesthesiologists. We use ultrasound. We do it every single day. It's a piece of cake. Meth doesn't make it crazy, okay? What meth does, it allows you to stay up for 48 hours. For 48 hours, that doesn't make it crazy. Make it crazy is staying up for like another 48 hours for four days. On day number three, you're kind of losing your mind. On day number four, you're a gibbering idiot. On day number six, you basically can't speak anymore and you're, you know, you need to go to sleep. At least you got enough to get a new walker. A walker is a great disguise. So you get outside the door, you discard the walker, and you just walk away. If you voted for Gavin Newsom, you voted for higher gas prices. Good job, idiots. So if Governor Grusom is going to penalize the oil companies for the excessive rate, is he also going to give back to the people that pay the additional sales tax on that inflated amount? No one is mentioning anything about the space rockets or spaceships they send out in space. Are those going to be electric also? That would be very difficult. I say let Garcetti get his ambassadorship position to India. This way we don't have to see his face every time there's some BS woke ribbon cutting ceremony here in LA. Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Yes, to be off to India would be rid of him, but we also want to see him shamed and sad. So. Yes, I, I do so much want him shamed. I want him to be crying alone in his in his home. Mommy and Daddy couldn't buy him an ambassadorship with mommy, all their lobbying mommy, money. Mommy, you said you'd make me an ambassador. What happened, Mommy? I may have to move back home. <laughs> all right, there uh, you go. Moist line. It's back. It's exciting. Uh, Conway. Hey, now. Hey, we have uh, Chef Bruno coming on tonight. Uh, Chef Bruno Serrato to give us an update on the Katarina's Club. Yes. Yeah, Pastathon. Yeah. We're finally getting around to talking about Katarina's Club this week. I know. I <laughs> I wondered when yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> we'd have long a chance. Overdue. Uh, Steve Gregory at 635 to talk about Katarina's Club. The good, Is that right? right? Steve's got a perspective. And then um, uh, we've uh, uh, David Vasse with the Dodgers coming on to talk about the Dodgers' perspective on, on Katarina's, Katarina's Club. Yeah, all right, good. Don't forget Alex Michelson. To talk Alex about. Michelson's going to make a donation to Katarina's Club. <laughs> I think he offered uh, two hundred thousand dollars. Yes, and we're going to yes. have traffic around the White House tonight with Angel <laughs> Martinez. 
<laughs> you know how to do a telethon. Bizarro right. world show. Not That's everybody right. does, but you know how to weave it all together. And the last thing, people are leaving Los Angeles and moving to? Where? Katarina's Club. <laughs> no, no. Well, Walked they get, right into You that. get free pasta there. Ding dong. Yeah. All right. We'll have Katarina's Club on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you That's a show. Did a great, great job the great, other night. Yeah, so, yeah. thanks, man. Appreciate right. it. Raised a lot of money. It's up to like 960. No. no. Passed a million. a million dollars hey! last hour. Yeah, John pushed it over. Uh, it's a million one thousand. Wait, you pushed it over with your pocketbook we, or your, your no, microphone? No, we, we just, just exhorted begged. people. We went yeah. into full blown begging mode. He got a check for two hundred and fifty grand. I know. I know. That's amazing. Isn't that wild? I, I, that I think you're going to talk to Chef that? Bruno yeah. about that. I think so. <laughs> but, can you imagine having the money in your account where you can write a check for two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> no. <I can't. laughs> Somebody wants twenty five dollars. I go. Ah, That's great. I don't know. That's great. John had a mental fart. He goes, "Oh yeah, I, th- I can do that all the time. I, do- I can knock that out all day long." <laughs> ding dong. Uh, Conway's next. Yeah, ding dong. Wealthy Pastathon. Catherine's club. Mark Runner has the news. KFI Canvas Station yeah. Los Angeles, Orange weekend. County, live everywhere right. on the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> it's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.